Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has quaint floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. The TV voice of the Blues is John Kelly. He was up late last night, so we appreciate him getting up early for us today here on 101 ESPN to talk about the Blues' 4-3 victory over the Vancouver Canucks. And, J.K., it was good to see you in the building this week. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It was a great win last night, Randall. I'll tell you what, it's good to get two in a row, isn't it? It is. You know, especially since the Blues had struggled, really, for most of the month of March, you're not putting together... uh, you know, successive victories, really. And they, they played the right way. And that's the biggest thing is, you know, you know, you want to win the game, of course, Randy. But when they play the way they played the last two games, they're a really tough team to beat. And their forecheck was great last night. All four lines were playing well. And the score really was not indicative of the play. The Blues were by far the better team. Um, they really gave Vancouver a couple of easy goals. Um, at the same time, Demko made some fabulous saves. I mean, Tarasenko himself should have had at least two goals, if not three or four. So they played a really strong game, and now the challenge is to carry it on into Edmonton and Calgary on the weekend. That is the challenge, John. It has been the challenge all season. Why do you think that that's been so difficult for the Blues to have that consistency and, and carry the momentum from games like the past two games into a stretch of wins? You know, Michelle, it's a, it's a good question. Um, probably better served to the coaches and players. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, I'm observing like you are. And, you know, quite honestly, you know, going back, you know, even to Ken Hitchcock's days as the coach, this team has not been inconsistent like this. And there's really, to me, no rhyme or reason. It's not like, you know, this year the Blues added five or six different pieces and they changed the core and the makeup of the team. I mean, I, I know they added Sodin Buchnevich and, and, you know, a few other players this year, but it's not a drastically different team. The core is the same. So it's, it's really, it's really puzzling to me why, why they have been a, a little bit inconsistent. I think the biggest thing for this team is that they've, they've played to the level of the competition and, you know, they've lost at home to the, the likes of Arizona and, and Ottawa and, and Philadelphia and those teams. So I don't know why. Um, it's, a, it's a good question, but I think that now that you're in the stretch run, and I think you really are, to me, it, inside the 15-game mark, you're in the stretch run, and, mm-hmm. and now you've got to forget about that type of play and, and obviously play hard every night and do the best you can. But, um, yeah, 
it's really puzzling why they've been inconsistent. J.K., it was great to see another shorthanded goal for Robert Thomas. And over the years, Big Walt has told us he thinks Robert Thomas can become a, a Patrice Bergeron type. I want to know what you're seeing in the evolution of Robert Thomas. Well, if, if he said that, that's high praise. Yeah. Because I've always felt that Patrice Bergeron is one of the very best centers of his era. I mean, he's just a heck of a player and, you know, good on the faceoffs and, you know, great two way player. And obviously he can put up points. So Robert Thomas has improved his game by leaps and bounds this year, Randy. And it's, it's not just in the faceoff circle. Um, it's defensively and being more responsible and things like that. And he, he's shooting the puck more. He could still shoot the puck more, Randy. Mm-hmm. He still overpasses at times, but that's in his DNA. He'll all be. He'll always be a, a pass-first kind of guy. Um, but, you know, in really one year, he has gone from the third-line center to center 1A or 1B. That, that's how good he's been this year. And, he, you know, he's still dealt with some injuries and illness and things like that. So, you know, I know O'Reilly is still the leader of this team and, and the top center, and Shen is a great player. But um, Robert, you know, last night, a key example, late in the game, he takes two key face-offs and win them both cleanly and you know the blues survive and win the game so uh his game has really rounded into form where you can depend on him in all situations and he's just been become a really good hockey player which is great to see john anytime nathan walker gets an opportunity it feels like he makes the most of it he he just seems like whenever he is with the blues that he fits right in what have you been seeing from nathan walker who gets another goal last night aka nadub oh randy (laughs) um you know what at some point, someone's got to give this guy a chance to play every night because I, I gave the numbers on the air last night after he scored. He has now scored in almost 25% of his games in the NHL, right? And I'm, I don't care who he is or, or what team he's on. That's pretty good, right? Yes. And, and that's in a limited role. And most nights he's playing on the third or fourth line. So, yeah, if I'm the head coach and the general manager – you know, I don't know how it's going to turn out this year. The Blues are obviously a deep team, and they have Bozak hopefully coming back. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're a deep club. But to me, somebody's got to give this kid a chance to play on, on a nightly basis because he puts up numbers, and he, he skates well, and he's, he's always on the puck in great intensity. I just like the way he plays. And I think right now, you know, based on how he's played since he came back up um, for the minors last week, I think it's going to be tough to take him out of the lineup because he's been that good. So I've been very impressed. John, you just reminded me of something. In 1991, from about November on, I was working at KMOX and working until 1, 1.30 in the morning. So I would get home at 1.30 or 2. And after pretty much every Blues game, I could come home, my wife would be sleeping, and I'd say, guess who scored? And she'd go, Brett Hall? And I'd say, yeah, because he did. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? And you called that season. Wasn't that incredible how he, well, you score 86 in 82 games, but every single night, and the pressure was on him, the defense was on him. Wasn't that incredible? It was incredible. It was, you know, and I, I was there every night, and Oates and Hall and the magic those two had. Um, yeah, and the thing that's amazing, Randy, as you know, he did not score any shorthanded or empty net goals that year. Right. He didn't kill penalties, and I guess he wasn't used on you know on the on the ice at the end of the games when the other team pulled the goalie. So had he had he done both of those, he certainly to me would have hit a hundred goals. I mean, there's no question in my mind at, at least ninety five and would have had the all time record. But 
yeah, he, he scored every night. It was it was magical. It really was. It was. Hey, I want to ask you one more thing because we asked this question yesterday. If the Blues have a good road trip to Western Canada, if they win against Edmonton and Calgary, and they win in fashion like they did last night, are you going to trust them? Yeah, I, I think that you could, and, and I trust them now, Randy. I, I just think that for whatever reason, they've let their guard down against the weaker teams, and you know they, they've played well against the top clubs. I mean, they, they've they've beaten Florida, and they they knocked off Calgary, and they beat Colorado. So you know that they can play with the big boys. I, I I have no doubt that when the money's on the line, and and to me, you're now you're in money time down the stretch that they're going to pick up their game and be a more consistent team. So, yeah, hopefully it's not fool's gold, as they say. Um, but I do trust that now that, again, the, the games are bigger, that I, I hopefully it's behind them and the, the inconsistency is, is the thing of the past. John, we always love having you on the show. Thanks so much for the time, and we'll be watching tomorrow night for the Blues and the Oilers. All right, thank you very much. Have a good day. See you. You too. That is the TV voice of the Blues, John Kelly. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.